I just got so disheartened seeing people get so confused and there's so much greenwashing and so much marketing. People, clients of mine would go out trying to take on what we've done in a session and they would think that they were doing the right thing and they came back and I'm like, oh, so close, so close. (laughs) And they just slightly missed the mark and then just watching their face, I was just like, this isn't okay. So, yeah, I decided to create Javita which is an online platform for all organic natural products. And I suppose the difference for my business partner and I, Catherine Bond, is that we wanted to create a space that had zero greenwashing, that it is what it says on the tin, literally, wholly, rawly, honestly. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week, we've got a beautiful soul on the show, gorgeous Kirsty McDade. She is considered and calls herself a playful pom, living in Melbourne and has for over 17 years full-time clinical experience as a holistic exercise and lifestyle coach. Utilizing the incredible knowledge taken from her Czech training, that's Paul Czech, along with her intuition, Kirsty sets up the framework to invite people to experience deep healing throughout their bodies, hearts, and minds. I love this quote. When people realize what they're actually capable of, when they experience what being in less or no pain feels like, the glint they get in their eyes when they realize that the things that were holding them back is actually the things they can heal from. That moment That's why I love this work, says Kirsty. The dance all around that is pretty magical too. Now, Javita, which we focus on a bit today, is a natural life made easy. This is her organic online store, which sprouted as a natural extension of living and coaching a natural life. But watching people get confused and disheartened when navigating their way through the maze of reducing chemicals in their lives drove Kirsty to create this beautiful product, this beautiful online store. She is incredibly honored and humbled to see Javita come to life to bring an honest and raw place for each individual to explore and take health journey back into their own hands. I know you're going to love this podcast and if nothing else, make sure you go on to javita.com.au, that's J-I-V-I-T-A.com.au and you will see on there a plethora of incredible products that have been born out of passionate advocates wanting the best for all, not only the individual, but of course for the planet as well. Now she also says our very being Our essence, our health and happiness depends on Mother Earth. So it's important that we honor her by taking care of her as well. I know if you're looking towards Christmas this year and presents, then, oh my gosh, I could not recommend enough. If you have people in your life that love natural products, then maybe a gift certificate from this store will allow them to choose a whole range of beautiful, well-sourced, organic, individual products that make life easy. 
cannot wait to share this with you. I know you're going to love her journey and her reason why, and also her story as to how she created this beautiful online business. I hope it inspires those of you sitting on the fence to want to do the same. And I certainly hope it ignites that passion for all of us that listen to the self-love podcast, that there is always answers and beautiful people and businesses out there supporting us to live our best life. Take care, be kind, and thank you so much for following the Self-Love Podcast. Look forward to your comments and feedback on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison 28 my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, or you can head on over to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast. Really cannot wait to hear what you think of this week's beautiful guest and her remarkable story. Take care, be kind. Well, I am delighted this week to bring to you an incredible soul, someone who had a big dream and obviously followed that passion and has created something quite extraordinary. But before we get into that, I just want you all to welcome to the show, the beautiful Kirsty McDade. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Look, it's such a treat to have you on. Your name has come up so many times in my world, and I just thought it was time that the Self-Love Podcast listener got to hear just what a beautiful, extraordinary soul you are. So perhaps, Kirsty, you could actually just go back to where it all began for you. Where did you grow up? Who are you? Where are you from? Tell us what led you into the work that you're doing today. Wow. Big question to get us started. Uh, Well, I'm from the UK. And I have always been a very active kid, overactive, my mum would probably say. Um, And then when I was in my early teens, my mum actually fell quite ill with lupus. And the doctors at the time just gave her a lot of prescriptions. And I have this very vivid memory of sitting on the floor with her and kind of emptying out all of her pills into a container and just saying to her, I'm sure there's another way. I'm sure. Like, this just doesn't feel right. And, of course, we kind of weren't really too sure and we kind of waited through a little bit and she kind of declined quite heavily. And then in my explorations of then what I wanted to do for my career and with my life, I kind of felt this really big calling and a really big purpose to figure out what this other way was and whether I was imagining it or whether there was actually something there. And I remember always having an image as a child that um, if we lived in the forest, surely there was no pharmaceuticals. So surely we could just go and like dance and speak to the animals and the plants. And surely they would talk back to us and tell us what we needed and all that stuff. Well, as it turns out, (laughs) it's not too far from the truth. Um, or the truth that I like to play around with, with my reality anyway. Um, So, yeah, I moved to Australia when I was 19. I definitely didn't plan on moving here. It was a gap year and I landed and just loved it. And so I asked my mom if I could defer my uni degree, which I did, and then I never went back and I never did a uni degree. (laughs) So, yeah, that just thrusted me into the life of PT because as an international student, degrees were not very viable for me. It was even a TAFE course. I think it was $400 at the time for an Aussie student to do it, and it was $18,000 for me. So I did a PT course, which I ended up absolutely adoring. 
which then thrust me into the world of Paul Check. And I did all of his HLC courses and a number of his practitioner courses. And I don't know if you call it an aha moment, a light bulb. I remember after like the half of the first day, I said to my girlfriend who was with me at the time, so I feel like I'm home. And his notion, his idea on life is that it's all connected, that in the physical self, it's just a representation of what's going on for you emotionally and spiritually And then how you can draw your world, your community, and yourself all together to create this beautiful space of healing and then create an optimal version of you. And how there's no cookie cutter approaches. One of his favorite sayings is if you're um, guessing, then you're not assessing. Um, And if you're guessing, then I hope you're not charging. So I just, um, I really felt like I had a fire hydrant of information like splashed open in my face. It was uh, definitely quite a, I was going to say brutal, but it's not brutal. It was just like a a rough awakening, (laughs) just like, oh, even though it felt home, I had to sort of go through these stages of grief, of kind of like grieving the reality that of the marketing and, you know, the disillusion of the world that I potentially could have gone down and that I've watched my mom had go down. Um, yeah, that kind of brings us to Javita, I suppose, a natural extension of that Czech work. I just got so disheartened seeing people get so confused and there's so much greenwashing and so much marketing. People, clients of mine would go out trying to take on what we've done in a session and they would think that they were doing the right thing and they came back and I'm like, oh, so close so close (laughs) and they just slightly missed the mark and then just watching their face I was just like this isn't okay so yeah I decided to create Javita which is an online platform for all organic natural products and I suppose the difference for my business partner and I Catherine Bond is that we wanted to create a space that had zero greenwashing that it is what it says on the tin literally, wholly, rawly, honestly. And we are figuring this out together. So we have the potential to make mistakes along the way. But that's part of the process, I suppose. Like, yes, we want to be create and curate space for people to be able to explore their own journey and to clean up heads, hearts, lives, homes, whatever. But it's also a community where we can work it out together um yeah we've had a few examples actually where products that we brought on then either changed ingredients or we potentially didn't know about a certain ingredient um Cindy O'Meara actually burst my bubble on one of them um explain as she does so wonderfully explaining to me about rosemary extracts uh you know three four years ago And one of my favorite products that we had on Javita had rosemary extract in. So we took it off. Um, And later on, thanks probably to Cindy (laughs) O'Meara knocking on their door saying, what are you doing? Uh, They actually took it out. So it's back on, Um, you know, so just stuff like that. It's yeah. And that kind of brings us today with this conversation with you. 
Well, I think it's quite extraordinary. Again, there's never any accidents, is there? And where we find ourselves questioning life and what feels like a challenge at the time can often become the light or the pathway that opens to where our hearts truly sit. So before we go into too much more about Javita, I'm curious about your mum. How did she cope with you being down under and what's happened with her journey since? And has she embraced a lot of what we've talked about or did she get the opportunity to do that? Yeah, my mum, she was my first hero, you know, like my very first role model. I remember I had two role models as a kid, Denise Lewis, who is an English hurdler, (laughs) and my mum. And she was is amazing. She has definitely really tried to stand up and show up for her life. She did take quite a hard knock after um, through the years, and each decade has kind of presented her with some really big, huge challenges. But that's her story, not mine to tell, I suppose. Um, but what I will say is that she just has continued with whatever energy she has available to her, really try to do things that serve her. So at the moment, she's actually taking herself down to the ocean and doing cold dips, uh, which I absolutely love. So my brother and I introduced her to Wim Hof a few years ago. And even in the depths of winter in the UK, I'm not sure I would do it, but she does. Um, Yeah, she's had a challenging moments in her life and obviously my brother and I being over here is very challenging Um, but it also brings about some really beautiful moments where we spend really quite condensed time together and when we are together we do then go exploring so when she's here I find myself often doing touristy things that maybe I wouldn't normally or haven't done for a while which is always really fun Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it is still something that really sits heavy on our hearts. Um, the lupus and my mum's physical health, as well as uh, the distance. I don't, I don't know. I don't think as much as we know it's the right place for all of us, it's still like, yeah, it's heartbreaking. I went home after about two and a half years of being here. And um, I actually surprised my mom, which didn't go down for me well. <laughs> um, she uh, wanted to prepare and I think it was all a bit too much for her, bless her. Um, it was a bit much for all of us really after two and a half years. Um, I said, oh, I'm just going for six months. Um, she was actually very unwell and I didn't realise. And so I said to her I wasn't going back and I stayed for... I was due to stay for about six weeks and I think I ended up staying for about six months. And at the end of it, she called me, or closing to the end, she called me into her bedroom and said, "Um, I'm giving you 24 hours to get back on that flight. Um, Yeah, like you need to go. This isn't a place for you. Um, This, you need to live your life. And, yeah, I'm ever grateful for her for that. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty profound and a mum knows best, right? Yeah, well, if I think of that moment and she could have so easily said, I need you, which Mm -hmm. she did. She really did. And um, she saw that it was me giving up me and that's what she said to me. She said, you're either going to give me your life or you're going to have your life. And 
you need to go and take your own. Um, yeah, very. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know how she had the strength to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's a sacrifice, <laughs> right? The minute you become a mum, and I can say this hand on heart, your life is no longer yours and yeah. your life is about creating the best life possible for your children. And totally. that comes with sacrifice and sadness, but immense joy and beauty mm. and all of the things that make us feel complete. Um, totally. And you don't have to be a mum to feel those things. It's anyone we love. But particularly for you, knowing that your mum was unwell, um, there's just certain things that sometimes we know the best thing for our children is not to be around that. And it's a gift, my love. It's a beautiful gift. And I dare say you've taken it with both hands. <laughs> you probably don't take it for granted oh, uh, being yeah. here in Australia. So talk to us a little bit then more about the philosophies of Paul Czech. He, I got to meet him many, many years ago. He, um, when I was working in a physiotherapy clinic in Auckland some three decades ago, he just sort of, I wouldn't say burst onto the scene, but he was certainly well known and he spoke in Auckland. And his training back then, his philosophy was very uh, wholesome, very holistic and very uh, incredible with the science and behind it. So what would you say are some of the biggest learnings or of his work that have really supported you to live the life that you want to lead? I don't know if you can sum Paul check up really. <laughs> He's like uh, a human in and itself. Um, some of the biggest learnings, I think just his assuredness in his teachings and he would repeat to us consistently, don't trust me, don't believe me, you go work it out. Take what I've said and you go do it. And he's like, and see what works. And that for me, I that's I really loved that communication, a little bit like what my mum said, <laughs> you go work it out. You know, it's like I've never really responded that well to being told how my reality should look and feel and who I should be. And he didn't do that. He asked us who were us. I mean, he could see it all anyway, uh, which was one of his amazing talents. Um, so, yeah, and just his an amazing ability to cut through the BS and give you things that were so practical and just felt for me they just resonated so much that they went towards cleaning me out, my head, my heart, my body to lead, give me the best platform to lead the life that was always meant for me. Do you think then when the idea perhaps of Javita came about or maybe there was some other pathways you went down before you launched this beautiful online store is it foundational that grows upon each learning that then takes you down the next path or was Javita always something that you knew in the back of your mind you wanted to do um, no I think it was definitely a path a Fibonacci sequence if you like you know we can't take i don't believe that we can take the next step until we've built the foundation of the one that you're on. And often when you really spend time curating and enjoying 
the stepping stone that you're on, sometimes then the next one can shift and wriggle and you don't realise that you've got opportunities in front of you that were there. Um, You definitely have things and ways in your life and some people know I want to be a writer, I want to be a teacher, like it just sings to them. And for me, I had a path in sports science that I was going forward for and because of that rumble of the cost of not doing the degree and the cost of the courses over here I just kind of did each stepping stone as it came along um yeah with those stepping stones then was your heart mind body and soul open when we look back to that moment of you sitting on the floor with your mum with all those pharmaceutical prescriptions in front of you to asking even the question there has to be a better way was that something that you think was held in the back of you as well which then for want of a better word walking into the forest and realizing that the answers a lot of the answers are in nature is that what made you want to make Javita so holistic integrative and organic yeah I think I'm a believer that we do all have an essence. We do all have a calling. Um, And I think when you tune your heart into it, it's the one thing that lights you up, that makes you have enthusiasm and your eyes sparkle and you, it's where you feel happy and you get curious in that place. And I think we all have individual versions of whatever that calling is for us. And when we sit there, and we're able to sound out all of the belief systems and negative chatter around perhaps why we shouldn't do it or couldn't do it or not able to do it, it just kind of like swings you along the way. So, yes, I believe it's always been my calling to do this. And I think watching my mum be um, pulled and wriggled and told factually incorrect things about her well-being Uh, really wanted me to have a deep sense of integrity around what I do and how I show up. I didn't want to knowingly mislead people. Um, And in fact, like justice and injustice is quite a deep value set for me. And I just don't think it has any integrity. Like if you, I know like sometimes you just don't know, but if you don't know, then don't say that you do. Um, or just say it as more open-ended offering. This is a way. I'm sure there could be more ways. We could explore others, not this is the only way, and if you don't do this, then blah, 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 whatever wants to follow that, you know, um, and putting yourself up there as a guru. Like that's, I think, when the narrative from Paul came down where he said, go do it. You have to do this and see how it feels feels for you. And what I watched was my mom and many other people in my life being led down a Western model, let's say, and I'm definitely not against Western model, but for chronic diseases, it's definitely not the only way. And I watched so many people that I love dearly be led down a path where they were told it was the only way. Um, and it's ended them in a real tough spot and so yeah definitely I I just don't think there's any excuse for it really to be honest so talk to us about Javita 
first of all, the name, what it means, you mm. and your beautiful business partner. This was manifesting over a number of years before it became came to fruition. Mm. Could you explain to us and the listener exactly what it is, what it means, and what it's perhaps even becoming? Sure. Well, Javita, as we said, is an online store and how it started was this journey and I was actually doing it with another friend initially and um, it became quite obvious quite quickly. She was living internationally that it just wasn't necessarily the right fit. So we very lovingly um, dissolved that business relationship. We hadn't really gotten very far. And I was actually with my mum at the time up in um, Queensland and I said to her, I just need a moment. And I didn't really know what I was doing at the time, to be honest, Um, but I just knew that I just needed to go and check in and ask a few things. I didn't know who to at the time, but I just needed to go and have a chat with myself because I just really felt that this was right for me. And so why, why now is it dissolved? I went into the bedroom and sat on the floor and just like a an angry four-year-old, to be honest, I started having a bit of a tantrum and was just like, well, do you actually want me to do this or what? <laughs> like, again, I wasn't talking to anyone and I wasn't talking out loud. And I got this huge yes through my body. And so I was like, okay, well, show me who I'm doing it with then because this is too big for just me. I'm not doing this by myself. It's up to you. Come on, show me who I'm doing it with. Again, I really didn't think that I was going to get an answer then. I thought maybe I'd meet someone or a conversation would start or I just thought if I surrendered to it, um, something would become obvious. And instead, immediately I saw Catherine's face and she had been a client for many years and was turning into a very loved friend. However, she is at a different stage of, or still is in a different stage of life than I am. And so I then put over that narrative, well, why would she want to do it with you? Like, why? Why? No. Like, it's not, it's not right for her. Like, it's, you know, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and I sat on it for two weeks. And after two weeks, I realized actually I was just scared that she was going to say no. So we went out for lunch and we had a chat and all through lunch, I was like battling inside of myself, like, don't ask her. It's embarrassing. Like I was getting all hot and bothered. And anyway, I ended up asking her and she said, yes, but she then said to me that she had been doing the same thing because her children are now finishing school and she wanted to know what she was going to do next. And I had suggested that she did this thing in one of our coaching classes, you know, go and just ask and see what comes up, maybe journal and see what comes out. And she said to me at the time, she was, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense now. Every time I did that thing that you were telling me to do, I only saw you. And I was getting so annoyed. I'm like, Kirsty, get out of the way. I'm trying to see what I want to do. <laughs> and now it's, um, yeah, now it's obvious why you were annoying me and that's pretty much <laughs> as well um and yeah and then we started and it was so wonderful our personalities couldn't be more different but couldn't be more the same our vision is identical like freakishly so which is so lovely uh makes things decisions quite a bit easier uh javita 
is a Sanskrit word which means life force and living being, like radiance. It has a few different meanings. And we just fell in love with it. We just really wanted to be that for ourselves and our community and just kind of be a a radiance of light for people where they just could feel safe um, to explore. Yeah. (laughs) And here we are. As you think about that then, like I know you say you just started, but for any budding entrepreneur listening to this, getting started is often the biggest hurdle. So was it that you chose a few products? Did you talk to a website developer? How exactly did you two just get started? (laughs) Um, Well, we registered the name (laughs) and we actually did a business partnership agreement was one of the first things that we did. Um, we've always had and still to this day have one of the best communicative relationships I think I, you know, experience. And we always wanted to honour each other and maintain our love and friendship for each other. And so we actually have a 60-page partnership agreement that just went through absolutely everything. We hired a lawyer And we went as big as we're now a company that has board members and we just created, okay, well, what happens? Because Brene Brown, when you're clear, you're kind. When everybody knows where they are, it's just easy to then sit in the majesty of just do your thing, babe, (laughs) you know. And so we did that. And then, yeah, we started trying to find developers The products weren't so much of a challenge because both of us were living and breathing it already. So we were already so excited with all the products that we had in our homes already um, to jump on. So we started setting up accounts with those brands and reaching out to them uh, and, yeah, starting to develop the website, which was not fun. Website development is very challenging. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is and because everyone has different ideas and there's website developers and there's website developers. Exactly. And there's interest and investment and there's cost and functionality and look and all of those things. How long do you reckon it took from the moment you and Catherine had that conversation to the moment the page went live? Well, we actually created our first website that didn't even go live. So the gentleman that created it um, the day before we were due to go live, I think we had about 650, maybe 700 products at the time, and they had only uploaded two. And then no buttons worked and this wouldn't sink. And Catherine and I just decided to walk away and start again. So we had that little hiccup. Not up. After, I might add, we spent two two weeks of our own time every single day. I took two weeks off coaching and just went and uploaded every single product ourselves. And then we walked away, um, hugging ourselves, going learning curves, learning curves. (laughs) And then we did the next website and we got so excited. They were much more of a cohesive team and very professional um and so um, this is quite a guess I think I'm gonna say a year maybe longer no more than a year and a half I don't think 
Yeah. And as you look as you look back on that time now, beautiful, and as you sit here now, four and a half years down the track, what's been the greatest impact you think that Javita's had? What's been the what stands Javita apart compared to any other online organic store? What's your difference? I think the integrity. So I think we all have different intentions when we create a business and none are good or bad, whether it's our own personal opinion, whether a business is good or bad, but I don't believe that any intention is good or bad. It just is. And ours just wanted to really create a platform at the time of the idea coming down for us. There really wasn't a platform that personally I would fully trust. Um, I wouldn't feel comfortable going on to anything that was on the web of the um, that had a number of different brands um, that I could just click away and buy whatever. I still had to do my due diligence on every single product. I still had to check the ingredients. I still had to message. I still had to do all of that hard work. And I just got sick of it. It was so annoying and so frustrating because also the business owners maybe didn't know. Sometimes they really tried to mislead you by giving you really wishy-washy answers or actually phrasing things in a certain way that sounded really good. And we've actually found that um, at when we go to expos to try to now find new products, we found that really heavily that people did that. Um, And, yeah, I think that's just as a value, just its raw integrity to be as honest and transparent as we can. And it sounds like education is really important to you, like buyer beware, consumer understand. And I think when you understand something, it then gives you that enthusiasm and that enlightenment to purchase something that's aligned with that. And then also that stepping stone to then build your own information, to build your own power to as a as a purchaser, as a consumer. Yes. And so what would you say is your product range then? Explain to us if I was someone that was interested in natural and organic, explain to us the the array of products that you have on Javita. Uh well. <laughs> is one or two. (laughs) We range from products for the house, like your own beautiful 28 brand. Um, So oil, oil, essential oils, sorry. We do food. Uh, We don't do fresh food, but we do long life food, medicinal mushrooms, um, body care, skin care, um, children like baby products. We also do a lot of EMF radiation, water filters. So it's sort of we go around. So like changing things from plastic to and upgrading that to either stainless steel or glass. We then go to sort of personal care, to home household, so cleaning products, to what you put in your home, candles, So then to your water and EMFs, like the chemical load around that is, um, yeah, can be quite intense. It's quite beautiful to know that this is available for us because for many people who are on this journey or maybe have always been on it, 
maybe even someone who's new to the journey, it's who the hell to trust and finding a one-stop shop where if you want to go cold turkey and clean your whole house out, or if you want to start afresh with your beautiful skincare or body care or personal care products, or maybe you've just been educated to understand how bad plug-in diffusers are or plug-in candle, like, you know, scented candles and all these sorts of things. I think because the marketing, what you said at the beginning and the greenwashing around these things that are proclaimed to be safe and to make your life amazing. To me, it's the same analogy as getting young people advertising, you know, Diet Coke and making it look healthy. Is What do you think this, this whole greenwashing and this whole marketing is around when highly intelligent people buy products or eat foods that are nowhere near natural or wholesome? What's What's going on? I think from what I see out there is that it's also it gets put in the too hard basket. We've been we've curated a life in this Western model of ease and convenience. And so that's what becomes and cost. Well, initial visible in your face cost. Um And I think people are now running the rat race. They've created lives that, you know, they've written a life that their body just can't catch. And if they were to then take away some of those conveniences, it's it's a cost analysis for them. And without the education, why would they do it? Um, I, you know, I've often said if it's convenient, and it feels really convenient, it's probably not that good for you, unfortunately. And it does feel big. It feels really big. A bit like when I first started, I literally felt like I had a fire hydrant of information opened in my face. And the easy option to do was nothing and to not act because it felt really overwhelming. And I decided to just take one day at a time and to just change one thing at a time. And actually the first day, my intention for my day was to just be kind to myself and to not worry about anything and to just be really gentle. And then the next day I was like, right, water. (laughs) And just took it really slowly. And, you know, again, like the Fibonacci sequence, you then look back and you're like, wow, that slow, steady pace just really paved off for me physically, emotionally, financially, it can be really big and it really doesn't need to be. Um, and it's just, oh, it's such a wonderful journey to reconnect back into the things that you're choosing to put in your life, whether it be food or your cleaning products or people. It just, there's no part of that sentence that goes unturned. Everything that you choose, when you start going down this journey, you start to become more conscious and more decided in everything that you do. One of the ways that we know as a consumer we can make a difference or uh, I've heard many people over the years say things like, oh, so if I could make a difference or what would one thing matter? What does one plastic bag matter? But you and I both know that every conscious choice and decision and everywhere you choose to spend your dollar is having a voice what would you say to someone who's sitting on the fence who kind of thinks, oh, surely 
this can't be that bad. They wouldn't put those chemicals or those things into it if it wasn't good for you or that it was going to have long-term effects. What's your answer to people that are in that way of thinking? I think it's so different for every individual. I really do. Um, I think if you don't think a simple, small things matter, then you've obviously never been in a dark room with a mosquito. Um, like I love that saying. It just kind of sums it up so well. They make all the difference. It's not that they make no difference. They literally, literally, with every essence of that word, make all the difference. And it's just... Oh, if you don't start doing anything, then there's nowhere to go, you know? Like there's no path. You've got to just tease it and kind of ploy it out and just feel what does excite you? Like if you're feeling, no, I don't want to give up my microwave, for example. I, I love my microwave popcorn. I don't know why I came up with that idea, but say I love that. So don't do that. Go do something else. Go change your water. Go explore, like what excites you? Like have a think about it. Be like, okay, maybe it's maybe even it's not anything to do with chemicals. Maybe it's movement. Maybe it's instead of working out in a gym, however many days a week you go into nature. Um, maybe it's something like maybe it's putting your phone down a little bit more. It doesn't have to be or look like anybody else's journey. Um, and I think consider yourself like a battery. We only get given a finite amount of energy every single day. And I want to use that for the things that I enjoy. I don't want that to be taken up by processing and trying to filter out all the things that I'm putting in my body. Like my vitality is so precious to me. I want it. <laughs> I want it to lead my life and to bring purpose and love into my life. I don't want it to be drained by these innocuous, in adverted commas, things that can just slowly chip away. You know, if you're only losing 1% of your battery or half a percent of your battery by all of these things, like if you sit down and add them up, that can add up to quite a bit of your life force each and every single day. This sounds to me very much like what you're talking about is honoring oneself, the natural rhythms and cadences, the natural law of physics and chemistry and biology and all of these things that make us into the organic human beings that we are. If you were to give someone a starting point, let's say, I know you said do what lights you up. But it's the same question when I've asked people, do what you love. A lot of people don't even know what they yeah. love or a lot of people don't even know where they're going wrong because maybe they're the first generation to really question what they're putting into and onto their body. And when you start going down this rabbit hole, it's a plethora of information. And like you said at the beginning, can be a little bit overwhelming. But as an act of self-love, what do you think is the most important then? What we put into, what we put onto, what is it around us? Is it a way of thinking? What is the Javita lifestyle or approach to living where we can break it down into baby steps and to eat that big elephant one bite at a time? Mm. I think it all has such a symbiotic relationship, hey? Like as you start to, or what many people and myself have noticed, is that when you do start the journey, it then does all intertwine. 
So when I did the holistic lifestyle coaching course of Paul's, and then I did his practitioner course, it was set up as two separate trees. And very much as I went through it, they were so intertwined by the end. So it does feed into each other. But if somebody who really is a little bit lost and doesn't know where to start, it would be water. Uh, It would be what, well, it would be two questions, two offerings, I suppose. The first one would be water. And if that doesn't resonate, then consider what is your lowest hanging fruit that's going to have the biggest bang effect for the least amount of effort because your battery is the lowest it's going to be. You don't have that much energy comparatively to what you have available to you, say, later on down the track when perhaps you've cleansed out, detoxed a little bit in your inner world and outer world. And so it would be that. Consider what is your lowest hanging fruit. And much like I did when trying to consider Catherine or, um, you know, multiple times where I just paused and took myself for a quiet moment and I just asked. And the very first thing that pops up to you, whether it be an image or you hear it or you feel it, you have to go with that. So go with the very first thing that comes to you. Don't question it. Don't let your ego talk you out of it. Just do it. Sounds to me <laughs> very much um, an internal uh, values-based proposition that you're offering yourself. When you look at what's really important to you, you will then act upon that. Because when we are involved in things that matter to us, or when we start to research things that become important to us, it creates an emotional response and we know emotions drive behaviors. And all of this, if I could be so bold, comes back to an act of self-love that doing these things for self is actually one of the most empowering things you can do to support your own longevity, your vibrancy, your vitality, your energy, all of these things. So doing what makes your heart sing if these are all, and what Javita offers are all aspects and parts of self-love, then what would your personal uh, description or um, how would you say, what would self-love mean to you? Uh, Self-love means to me, it can look so many different ways, but again, it is that tapping into who you are and what is your calling and finding that place that excites you, brings you exuberance, you know, like kind of just really feels like it's right. And often we'll find that it's actually sitting quite deep in our hearts. And we try to deny it because we have layers and layers of reasons why we shouldn't, couldn't, not worthy, can't afford it, don't have the time, whatever it is. But even if you just start playing there, just start putting your heart there and just see how it feels. And even if it's half an hour a week, just go there and just play with figuring out what that feels like. And if you sat there and just surrendered to that feeling, what would happen to your life? And what freedom would it create in all elements on a cellular level in your body, but also in your external body, the things that then the majesty that then happens when you just sit in the honesty of what you truly want and then watching it unfold to me is the deepest version of self-love that I could offer myself. Um, Wow. 
<laughs> beautiful and amazing and to me then matches exactly why <laughs> you have the products yeah. and why Javita exists the way it exists. Could you sing out and give a few brands a plug right now? What are some of your favorites or what are some of the highest selling things right now? Let's give these beautiful businesses some some beautiful highlights here. Well, definitely Sheridan Austin's Forage for You. She is just changing lives throughout Australia and I think she sells internationally now. So I'm just so honored to be a part of her journey and to be able to share her products her product and I'm sure she will come up with something else soon I'm sure of it um we've also got uh, shroom to improve which is a ridiculously high quality medicinal mushroom in my opinionated opinion and factually actually there's no higher quality on the market today particularly his lion's mane um, is one of my absolute favorites cell squared they burst onto the scene last year and we ended up being able to create a really beautiful relationship with them and their products like you it sounds a bit woo-woo but I'm going to roll with it you literally hold their products and they've got like this pump to them um Earth Star Collective, she does natural spray perfumes and my favourite is um, insect repellent. Um, I was found, really struggled to find a natural mozzie spray that didn't smell or was sticky and, yep, that one. Bar and Bay Coffee, My Toxin Free, 28, of course. Um, what else? So many, so many. Waters Co., Helen Patterns teas. <laughs> yes. I, oh, list could go on. It's so fun. It's so fun. I was actually um, packing up an order today and just got just excitement all over my body. She'd bought a few things from around the shop, so I had a completely different and I had a complete variety in there and just it excited me so much to be able to share all these wonderful high-vibe products that I knew would bring vitality to her life rather than drain it. Isn't that a beautiful way of looking at consumerism or how we consume that? And I guess the question is, does it feed me or does it deplete me? And that's yeah. a question I have constantly whenever I choose a product. Is this going to enhance and feed me or is this going to deplete and take away from me? And you're dead right about the battery and the charging and making sure that we give ourselves the best opportunity and I know you say it sounds a bit woohoo, but what I love about all these brands and all these beautiful businesses is they're probably a little bit quirky and out there as well, where um, I don't know if many people know this with 28, but we play beautiful Indian amazing music to our products as they're manufactured and then when they sit on in our our beautiful yeah. warehouses and it's played 24-7 at a beautiful vibrational frequency so that every product that, that. Yeah. <laughs> So every product that goes out has been embalmed with this music being played to it 24-7. And I also love the fact that many of these brands have come out of a passion for true excellence and absolute the best of the best, which is why for many products that you sell on the beautiful Javita website, 
if cost is important to some people, um, realizing that it's it's really hard to put a price on something that has such high value. And my question is always, whenever I've said to someone, I'll go and get this product or try this and they'll go, but it's so expensive. My answer is always, compared to what? Because if you're comparing to what the big major supermarkets are selling, or if you're comparing to what some other big conglomerate is selling it for, then there is actually no comparison. So how do you um, teach or educate people into realizing that, yes, cost is important, but it's more what you're spending that money on that could actually be the difference that's making the difference? Yeah, I think it's two prongs, right? Like it's looking where you ask, but what you what finances you do have available to you, doing the process slowly and not overwhelming yourself or your bank balance. Um, and also realizing that the cost of perhaps conventionally created products, the raw cost that you're paying isn't the only cost that it has. So my health, I think perhaps by watching my mum's health over the years has just, I think it was always in me, but it became a deeper sense of what was so important to me. And I wasn't going to give that up. Like there is no way like that I am knowingly going to put my money, as you said, into something that depletes me. And so does it mean perhaps sometimes I have less things or I just have to be more conscious about what I do bring in? Of course, absolutely. Um, I just have to be more intentional about what I do, um, which again, just then crosses over to so many different elements in your life. And yeah, to be slow and to be intentional and to perhaps look at the things that you do buy that perhaps you don't really need to because there isn't an intentional purchase there. You've always bought it because it's always the thing that you know, or you it, it still sits in the back of the cupboard perhaps like or there's things that you can change where the finances sit to allow this space to come available and to just yeah do it slowly one thing that i always said when people say there's the i mean the two biggest excuses in life as to why we don't invest in things or pay for things or take better care of ourselves the same wherever I go. It doesn't matter what audience I ask, but it's time and money are the two biggest excuses. Mm -hmm. But I think what I've come to learn for myself, it's never about time and money. It's about what is a priority to me. What am I willing to sacrifice in order to have that if it is a bit more expensive? Or how can I make this last longer? Or how do I make sure I get the best quality or quantity out of this particular product? And why does it why is it so important to me? And all of a sudden, the product does not seem as expensive when you start to see the value, particularly with food-based supplements and products that genuinely have an impact not only on yourselves, your health and wellness, but also the environment, the planet. And I think when you can put your money where your heart speaks, you're actually tapping into not just the product, but the intentionality behind that product for the greater good of all. And I think that's what I love most about your website and the products, that it's not just a product, it's actually a ripple effect. Not only are you supporting a lot of small businesses with the power and the intention to have really quality products, 
but you're also then speaking with each product that you talk about has sustainability um, backing. It has integrity around the the sourcing or the the raw materials that make up that product. Is there a real vigilante approach for you as to what's what ones or are you bombarded with people that want to have their products on your website and how do you politely tell someone that their product's not good enough anymore or you've researched (laughs) something how do you keep that balance I think it's like again so interchangeable right it's all about boundaries like Catherine and I know with every part of us what is okay and so if it isn't then we politely actually invite them as to why and we t- like invite them to, you know, well, will you change this? And if you do, then uh, we will put you on there. And if not, then we won't. Um, and it makes it really easy, just takes it out of it, really. Um, it's a real black and white Yeah, it's not situation. too hard. Once you yeah, go down do this pathway. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we have. It's really this. fun. What's that? Sorry. We have had a few people reach out. Like we have had people reach out to us and some people have got the no and other people have been so lucky that they have because I'm not sure how I would have found out about them. Um, Botanistry Blends got in contact with us a few months ago and uh, we asked her to send some samples. And again, similar to the cell squared, I just kind of put it on the shelf for a little bit. I was, you know, I wasn't prioritizing it for whatever reason. And then one day I did, and I called Catherine. I was like, have you tried these? Like, they are insane. <laughs> and so we called her the same day and ordered a whole bunch from the website. I was like, oh my God. And I said, I'm so sorry that I hadn't prioritized this till now, but I guess everything's for a reason. And thank you so much for reaching out. This is amazing. Uh, so fun. <laughs> you find then as you go through this, you're just blown away at what people are creating out there oh, and what they're offering. And I feel so lucky to be a human today. Like to be a human today, people have so many, um, you know, gripes or, you know, back in the olden days, whatever. And even like back in our grandparents' time, let's say, their food was a lot simpler, sure but they didn't have the ability to be able to connect. Um, It's my little puppy saying hi. Um, And to be able to have the expansive lives that we have. And I just feel so lucky, like even starting my journey, I don't know, however long ago, I did a detox and I couldn't even go out for breakfast because no one would serve me breakfast without bread. Whereas now you can be gluten-free, dairy-free, like you can be whatever you want and they will most in most parts that most cafes and most restaurants will work around you. And the options that we have today, it has a polarity, right? It, has, it can leave you a little bit confused because we do have op- so many options. But if you do find your guide and you do find your Northern Star to try and help you in your community that you can work it out, the options are just so fun. Look, I just want to acknowledge you and Catherine for what you've created here. I also want to really reach out and acknowledge your beautiful mama because mm-hmm. I know that her mama. circumstances <laughs> have really created you to follow a passion and a dream that Definitely. not only supports her but obviously touches many, many lives around the world, in particular Australia. We're very blessed to have you here. 
But I also want to acknowledge you both for the passion and the commitment to delivering excellence, high quality, high vibrational products that truly do make a difference, not only on the individual, but of course, on the planet and our environment. So I just want to high five you and say thank you for being a beacon of light and for being someone that we can all trust because not all of us have the time to go out there and do all the research or to look it up. So to know that someone like you guys have done that for us and that there's such a high level of integrity just makes our choices so much more simple. So thank you also for acknowledging and honoring small businesses because ultimately the small business people out there, they're the ones trying to make a go of it all and trying to share their love and passion and it's because of people like you that share that love that allows us to touch more lives and more people so hand on heart you beautiful soul thank you and Catherine for everything that you're doing is there knowing that this is the self-love podcast and knowing that people that are interested in this and hearing your story are on their own pathway are really you know following their hearts minds bodies and souls to living their best lives is there a final message that you would have for this beautiful listener? And what is your favorite quote right now? Maybe you could tie the two together for us. I was going to say they actually really tie together. So my favorite quote I actually put on my business card about 10 years ago, and it's from The Wizard of Oz. It says, it, it is, you have always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. And I love that because I truly believe that about every single person in this world, that if you do quiet the noise outside and in your head, you know, you know what you need, you know where you need to go, you know who you need to put into your life, you know the next step, you know whether to even take a step, you know, you just have to learn that you know. Beautiful, Kirsty, you are the most exquisite being, not only to look at and witness as a glowing example of everything you love, but also your beautiful heart. And I've been so looking forward to sharing you with these beautiful listeners. I just want to thank you wholeheartedly. Also, I I can say it publicly. I just want to say thank you for honoring 28. It is a passion, a labor of love. It's very hard to sell ourselves. I think all business owners may agree with me here. It's very hard to tell people how good your products are or how much you love them or the story and behind it. So to have a platform where someone else sings their praises, it's it's really special. And I want to thank you wholeheartedly. And finally, thank you for creating such a wonderful creation. (laughs) Catherine and I have actually used 28 products long before we started Javita. So it was a real natural, uh, you know, you guys were the one of the first products that we put up. Um, And we've been slowly growing our range with you guys and everything you come out with is just, Nala agrees, it's just (laughs) absolutely, like, again, just the quality of your products. There's nothing, like, there's no other brand out there that is to the standard of 28. Oh, I 
So grateful to hear that you bring a tear to my eye and sharing it because it is a labor of love sometimes. And obviously there's times where we get disappointed with certain ingredients or things we're told we should or could do. And our stance in that can be so challenged sometimes. So uh, to all the brands out there that you support and to every single small business owner out there trying to make a difference. And to those of you listening to this podcast who have an incredible idea, whether it's cacao or mushrooms or skincare or oils or whatever it is, please follow your dream because the more of us out there that uh, are able to share this passion for love, light, caring for the planet, one another, and ourselves, our bodies, our health, our vitality, the better it is. And the more people that hear about it, I'm sure the impact is way more profound than we could ever, ever estimate. So my beautiful Kirsty, thank you so much for being a leader of light and for your love and all that you offer. Thank you to your beautiful family. Thank you for being in Australia. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, thank you so much for being a guest here with me right here on the Self Love Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's been so fun. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.